You're listening to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions, and I'm your host, Michelle Dawes-Burt. Fasten your seatbelts as it's sure to be an informative discussion and conversation. Keep in mind that we are not perfect, but we're empowered. Enjoy. Good afternoon and welcome to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions. I am your host, Michelle Dawsbert, and as always, I'm super excited to be here. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Today marks our first show in season seven. Yes! We are going into our seventh year. I want to thank all the new listeners. For those that are checking us out for the first time, Real Chicks Rock is all about creatively collaborating, connecting, and raising awareness regarding issues that impact women. And we do it by way of community service, mentoring, public speaking, and we do it on this platform too, the arts. And this is where I get an opportunity to talk to people that I admire. We also talk about issues that impact us here. But today it's about people that I admire, people that are passionate about what they do. Hopefully we can get some inspiration by their journey and learn from them. And today is no different. I am honored. Because <laughs> if you're in Atlanta and you know anything about hip hop, you have seen this man. This man to the left of me. None other than Drez the Beatnik. Drez, how you doing, my brother? Fantastic. Yeah, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. And, and of course, an honor to have you here today with me. to be here. Thank you so very much. Let, let's get right into it. Born and raised in Philadelphia? Yes, ma'am. Tell me a little bit about that for you as a kid growing up. Well, the neighborhood that I'm from is, uh, the section of Philadelphia that I'm from is from uh, the Germantown section. Okay. Uh, the uh, it, You see the, the city of Philadelphia from mm. a map, it looks like a tugboat. Yeah. My neighborhood is actually the chimney. Of the tugboat. Of the tugboat. Okay. That's the Germantown section. Okay. So within that, my neighborhood is called West Oak Lane. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that's where... Uh, that's where all of this started. Oh, okay. So give it to me. Paint the picture some more. So growing up in this neighborhood as a kid, what was the music that you were listening to? Can you remember some of the well, tracks? In the house, it was always uh, gospel and jazz okay. and R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until I was able to go outside mm. that you know, I, ran, I, I pretty much discovered hip-hop. Okay. And when were you able to go outside? Strict parents? What was the deal? Not necessarily strict parents, but a, a, an academic household. Okay. What I grew up mm. in. You know, mm-hmm. you, know you, you, can, you, you can't really do what you want to do until you take care of what you got to take care Word of. Word up. Okay. School is your job. Mm-hmm. You do your job well, mm-hmm. you, can, you can enjoy the world. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, if school isn't taken care of, then you know what you got to do. Okay. Okay. That, that's what it was. So as we're going outside as a kid, you're discovering a different sound than what was resonating in your house? Yes. What was it? Uh, well, the, the, the song that actually, I, I always tell people, everybody has a gateway song. Like yeah. hip hop, if hip hop is a culture and it's a drug. Yeah. Hip music is, is 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 gateway music. Okay. And my gateway drug, if you will, my gateway song was uh, "My Part of Town" by the Tough Crew. Is that right? Yeah, and it's it's a Philly anthem. You ask anybody uh, over at easily over thirty five. Okay. Yeah. You know about that song? They know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. It's not. It's nothing. You know, it's nothing new or foreign. Right. You know exactly what it is. Yeah. And, and that song definitely resonates with me uh, so much. So when I had the opportunity to record my live album, uh-huh. um, I made. I actually did a cover 
of that song. Really? On it, yeah. Uh, yep. What was it about that song that just resonated so much with you? Everything. Well, first off, it was the first song I ever heard that shouted out my neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So That's always you know, dope. That's always. That's always yeah. dope. That's always dope to hear in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So you hear in the neighborhood, and then you just was like, when it's my turn, you just want to kind of pay it forward? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you got to do. So how old were you when you heard this song? Oh, Lord. Um, shoot. 13? Yeah, I was going to say 12. Looked like 12 in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's some good stuff. So while we're in Philly and this is our neighborhood, mm-hmm. were we hearing some sounds in other parts of the world, like maybe of New course. York or something that was I inspiring mean, you? A little, like Philadelphia gets a little bit of everything. Right, right. You know? So, you know, and, and mostly because of the TSOP, like mm-hmm. the town of Philadelphia, yeah. you know. It, Love it, them. Is that magnet that just attracted a lot of mm-hmm, stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and Philadelphia radio was unique as well mm-hmm, at the time. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Know? So, yeah, I mean, I heard a little bit of everything, like you know, everything from uh, from rappers to light, you know, the rock box, yeah, um, Roxanne, Roxanne, mm-hmm. um, you know, to uh, to. NWA and yeah. yeah, you know, and, yeah. and all of that. Like, I mean, we we got a little bit of everything. Like I said, like Austin Dre out of Detroit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, Luke mm-hmm. from down in Miami, you know, and even uh, and even pre Outcast Atlanta, you know, what I'm saying we're talking like Raheem, mm-hmm. talking Shy D, yep, yeah, 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 all of that made it made its way up to Philadelphia. By the way, Shy D is from my block. Shouts out to government name Peter Jones. <laughs> Coming from Bronx River Projects. What's up? What's up? What's up? So I want to talk to you a little bit about high school. Did you get to infuse more of this hip hop sound for you in high school? No, no. Still, still on the academic journey. Well, for me growing up, I, um, I sing in choirs. Really? Yeah. I, um, I mean, since I could talk, I I was singing. Yeah. So it it was, you know, choirs, um, Choirs and singing groups, yeah, things like that. District choirs, yeah. Well, what? That, this is a this is a shift. <laughs> like this is a change, and I'm I'm trying to get on. How do we get? How do we get from singing in choirs? And you are a very intelligent man. Thank You're you. very smart, academically smart. We sense that we hear that in the way you articulate in your communication skills. So kudos to your parents by instilling that to you in an early age. And then being able to sing and being in these groups, I'm trying to understand when did we transition into this love of hip hop and how did we get to New York? Did we ever get spend some time in New York? Um, well, to answer the first part of your question, um, actually, I mean, I, I, I've done a lot with, with regards to R&B. Um, I did, and and I see a lot of mean as far as my bucket list is concerned. Right, right. Um, I wrote and sold music. Mm -hmm. Um, I got placements. Mm -hmm. Um, I sang in local groups. I won talent shows. Man. Things like that. Um, but... As I started to grow and, and, and develop into my consciousness, mm. I came I, I came to the understanding that R and B couldn't satisfy those urges, you know, those those needs. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of hard to 
it's kind of hard to, to to fuse Malcolm X and Luther Vandross yeah, at the same, same time. time. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know that's right. So, yeah. So you know you got you, you have to give up one in order to embrace the, the other. other. And at the time, hip hop spoke more to what I wanted to say mm. than R and B. Okay, okay. Keep in mind, don't, don't get me wrong. When it's all said and done, I still want to be Venus Flytrap. <laughs> <laughs> For the time being, um, I just felt like I could I could attempt to provide more of a of a difference. Okay. Through this vehicle. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Do you remember the song or the era that really awoke uh, awakened your consciousness? Was it Public Enemy or was it? A little earlier in the hip hop era, it was actually it was Stetsasonic. Mm. It was Stetsasonic. Okay, it was, it was earlier than that, like Stetsasonic. Yes. And, and if I'm, you know, if I'm really dating myself and dating what I was exposed to, you know, we're talking Douglas Three, yeah, the Lost mm. Poets, we're talking Gil Scott, <laughs> yeah, 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 almost lost Detroit, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like that. That was some of the stuff that was playing in my house. Okay, so. To be able to hear that frequency and messages mm-hmm. outside of how outside of home, mm-hmm. and then to also and then also like early like late eighties early nineties hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, when that fused with jazz, yeah, it's like hearing jazz samples and things like mm-hmm. that, and it's like I'm listening to this music I'm like oh. That's blah blah blah. Yeah, blah. yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm not even worried about the songs. I'm identifying the samples. My friends are yeah. looking at me like I'm weird. I'm yeah. like, no, I, I, I got, my, I'll be right back. Right. You know, I'm coming back with the record. Like, listen, this is it. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, you had it. Yeah, this is the mighty queen, right? Like, this, this, <laughs> you know, no, that's just leaders of the new school, right? No, no. no that's Ramsey Lewis. Wow, wow. So I'm doing that. Wow. And, you know, I guess I'm, I'm crate digging before it became you before know, it became most, a thing. Word right. up, yeah, you were, and you know, it's amazing because your fabric was already starting to be entwined. Mm-hmm. Just based on the R&B, the jazz at home, and then here's this thing called hip-hop, taking it to a lot of James Brown being sampled, a lot of that. But the jazz side, for us, honestly, was hard for us to, we was like, we like that. But if we didn't listen to it like you did in your house, we wouldn't have known. So here it is. So now you feel like you got a platform. Now you're starting to feel like this is a home for you. Yeah. Like, it it started feeling familiar. Yeah. Yeah. you know, and the energy was right. Yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't. You know, get out of here. You know, it wasn't, right, it right, wasn't right, that. right. It was, it was, it was very embracing. Yeah. Um, to me, which, you know, you, you fast forward 30, 40 years. That that's the thing that's lost the mm-hmm, most. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That you know, that all encompassing history lesson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's super important when it comes to any and every tradition, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. oral, you know, written, yeah, you know, and musical. Like you need that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and right now I, I I hear a lot of 
I hear a lot of cats in my generation become the disgruntled old. Yeah, people. come on, dress. Yeah, like they they give they give the energy they got mm-hmm. when they were mm-hmm. the youngins' age, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like, well, but you're not. You didn't share it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't share it. So mm-hmm. how can you be mad? Mm-hmm. How, can, how can you be mad if you were just selfish? Mm-hmm. And I, I I stand on that. Yeah, like that a lot of what. Our generation has, in terms of issues with the new sound, right? This, it's it, this is their time. This is the young. This people. is their time. Yeah. Yes. You know, this is their time. A lot of the issues that we have is literally because we grew up in the Reagan. We grew up as Reaganomics mm-hmm. babies. Reagan, 80s, Reaganomics babies. We were selfish. Yeah, yeah, we were. You know? I'm going to get mine. You got to get yours. Right. And we wrote about that, didn't we? we? Wrote about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got mine. You got to get yours. Yep. So, yeah, and, and we did ourselves a disservice in that regard because now there's a gap. Yep. And then, and people feel that they don't need to know bars or know the origin. They're just here to do it the way they feel they need to do it, express themselves, and get the bag. And then when you watch other cultures embrace, embrace yes. the culture, the yes. way, you know, by the tenants that were laid down. Mm-hmm. Like, I see it all the time. All the time. I see I see a plenty of, you know, non-people of color. That right. Love it. Break dancing. It. Love it. Respect it. Honor it. Yeah. Collect it. Yeah. Know what it backwards and forwards. Dressing like out. us. Yeah. It's not even a dressing thing. I'm talking like deeper than that. Yeah. Like the rabbit hole goes super deep. Ooh. You know, at the sh- I mean, hell, at this point, you know, we can, we can easily say that a good 70% of this culture is supported by white people. Mm. And not just on a corporate level, mm-hmm. on a consumer level. Today. 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 There are more white people that can quote Lil Baby. Today. We can't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could talk about it. No, you could talk about it because you're hitting on all cylinders because that, that's a deficit. And so, Drez, what do you think we could do or should do to bridge that, to co- course correct that if possible? Well, I think one of the things that we need to do is actually make smart the new cool. Okay, okay. You know, like... It's it's okay it's okay to be smart. Okay. And make it okay like normalize being Being intelligent. (laughs) Like, you know, can we do that? Yeah. Um you know normalize other ways of going to get the bag. Mm. Like we all don't have to be rap stars. Right, right. I mean, hell there there's still plenty of room for vocational Yeah, yeah. You know, there's still there's plenty of room for tradesmen. Right. Everybody don't have to have a white collar. Right, right. You know? Right, right, right. And, you know, I, I just, it's a, there's a lot of normalizing that needs to happen in order to kind of change the narrative. Mm-hmm. And we're behind in our narrative of what this is mm-hmm. that we created. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? It's ours. But, yeah. uh, you know, we, we forget it. Yeah. I mean, like, right now, this culture is being led by a generation of what I call 
suburban poetic black nerds that were raised by black parents who were one foot out of the ghetto. Yeah. One generation out of the ghetto that did that wanted to, their kids to have better than what they had. Right. So they gave them everything, but yeah. never gave them a sense of value. Wow. You can't. You know, you got to earn this. What you yeah. mean, earn it? Yeah. Earn it. Earn it. <laughs> I came out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to give it to me. Right, right. No, you got to earn it. I don't, I don't understand this earning thing. Mm. But I'm great at Xbox. I know. <laughs> I, I, don't know I don't know this earning thing, but you understand? I yeah. got followers. Right, right. Yes. It's a different thing. It's, it's the generation of the shortcut. Everybody has a shortcut or a cheat code to get to the bag now. Yeah. And while that might be a great thing, I mean, you know, it, it's, I applaud the ease of getting it. Right, right. However, there are no shortcuts to the bag. Right. Or sustainability. Right. Sustainability is important too. No. Man, you dropped something. You dropped something there. I want to talk to you about... Your earlier years, mm-hmm. you know, as a young teenager, as a young adult, the vibe, the energy in Philly, in New York. Did New York get your attention? You spent some time in New York? I have spent some time in New York, but it was mostly as, as a young adult. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for me growing up in Philly, it was, it was it was not just about having bars. It was also about being able to dance. Right. You know, like, we right. had all facets of the culture. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I spent time, uh, there's a particular point in my career where I was a deaf comedy fan. I saw the clips. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm proud of that. Yes, you know, and I, you were pretty good, too. Yes. Yes, yes. So, you know, that that got me to New York. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, you know, I spent a, a, I spent a good, I spent the summer in, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, yet, Open minds to a whole, a whole yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was like in between here and coming back here. Mm. Like I had just left Clark Atlanta University. Okay. I went back home to Philadelphia. I transferred to Temple. And I had literally, I was right before my senior year that summer. That's where my New York experience happened. Gotcha. And. That ended. I went back to school, finished my senior year, Good. and got a job back here in Atlanta, Atlanta. which brought me back. Mm-hmm. So that was your tri-state area. Yeah, Atlanta, New York, and Philly. Mm-hmm. That was your tri. That was my tri. That was area. your tri-state area. Doing that. Good for you. Congratulations on finishing. Because oftentimes people don't. They start with good intentions. They don't yeah, finish. Well, that that one scene with uh. George uh, Stanford Brown and uh, and and Kid on House Party right. Two. He's like, you know, when you leave, yeah. you never come back. Right, right. Oh, that haunted me. <laughs> that haunted me. I was like, no, I gotta, you know, because Kid was like, yeah, well, don't worry, you know, yeah. get the money, I'm yeah. gonna come back. Yeah. And he was like, son, yeah. He, everybody says they're gonna come back, but nobody ever comes, comes back. back. It's like, fuck that. Yeah. I gotta finish. Woo. That's what I started. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, you being in Brooklyn, I saw your eyes light up when you said it opened me up to some things. Cause now it was like you're you're in the pinnacle spot in the time and everything. Yeah. Hip hop's on ten. Right. It's flat. Plus. You know, you right. can't. Woo. Right. 
I'm literally like right yes. off of Flatbush on Lefferts. Yes, you're like, in there. Yeah. So it's like you 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 get to see for me anyway, like I'm I'm seeing the things I've only heard in the music. Right. You know, so it's like, wait a minute. Oh shit, that's where blah blah Right, right, right. Yeah, it's real life. Like, oh, these are actual places. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now the, the dots are connected. Yes. Now I see why it's a thing here. Yeah, yeah. Like the way the way it hit me when I heard my neighborhood yeah. shouted out yeah. on a song. Yeah. Imagine every song. Talking about Brooklyn. Talking about where you're Best from. Die, whatever, yeah. Right. Yeah. Every song from every rapper yeah. talking about where Ready you're from. from. Queensbridge. <laughs> right. Everything. Alice. Everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I get the I get the alleged arrogance mm, of New York. It's mm. like when you telling me my shit's the best. Yeah, ever. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta walk yeah, with him you gotta with walk with him with the Tims on, with the Tims on, yeah, yeah. with the Tims on. Yeah. So I want to talk about Drez now. You've gotten this vibe, this energy in New York. You come back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. How did it percolate for you? Did you feel like, listen, I, I feel like this is a lane, or did somebody step to you? How did you become this this icon that we know today? How did it start? I got pissed. What at what? So I got back here, and I started working for this uh, marketing research, market research firm. Okay. Uh, and my degree was in marketing. Um, you know, and I, I had every intention of taking this job and, you know, and doing the 30 years and okay. retire with the watch and, right, and right. you know, the wife and kids and <laughs> yes. house out in Ellenwood. Right, 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 right. I had, right. I had, I had it all You're mapped out. out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Papa was not going to do the Buckhead thing. Right. I, me and the West Side don't do too well. Mm-hmm. Me and the South Side, I'm, it's foreign to me. Yeah. I know the East Side. Yeah. Let me just go ahead and set up shop here. <laughs> I'm going to do this here. Like, the, on, on the DeKalb side. Of, yes. Of of all, yes, yes, yes. You know. Yes. Not the Henry not side. Not the Henry not side. The not side. Clayton, but right. DeKalb. DeKalb. I knew exactly, I promise you, I knew exactly I know. where it was happening. <laughs> And so what what ended up happening was I was doing a, a lot of great work for this for this company mm-hmm. or what I thought was great work. And when the time came to ask for a raise, um, what ended up happening was it, it was. We want you to stay and train somebody. OK. Not a problem. Cool. What do you want me to train them to do? Well, we want you to help train them to lead the team. I've been here. Right. I put I put in the lead the team. Right. Nobody else wanted to do it. I'm here. Right. I've already been trained. Yeah. Why are we bringing in somebody new that don't know anything? Mm-hmm. And then you're asking somebody to train them to do the thing that They've already they doing. already know. Exactly. Yeah. So it felt insulting. Mm-hmm. It and was. After a while, it, it, it what ended up happening was just it, it. After taking offense, being upset about it, calming down, um, and trying to look at it objectively and see it for what it is, I came to find out find out that there was a 
a lot of nepotism involved in it. Mm. And that's what took me over the top. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, it's not just training this person. This person happens to be blood Mm -hmm. of the number two Mm -hmm. of the whole company. Mm -hmm. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. (laughs) So I went and filed a, a lawsuit. And, um... You know, I, I was homeless for about a good nine months. Wow. You know, I left I left a good job, and the, the idea of going back home to Philly was nowhere right. involved in the plan. Right, right. So, ended up settling out of court, um, and then pretty much the rest was just I'm just gonna I'm gonna bet on me. Okay. That was it. Okay. Like, I'm gonna bet on myself. And whatever happens, happens. Okay. Okay. If if it doesn't work, I have nobody to blame, and I'm happy with that. Okay. Okay. Like I don't. I'm not in it to be rich. Right. I'm not in it to to be Scrooge McDuck and swimming in money. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's not about that. (laughs) You know, I I I have a you know I, I have a. I have a discipline okay. to myself, mm-hmm. and I have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, it might not make me the most attractive man on the planet, because you know sometimes a man with means is is pretty ugly, mm-hmm. pretty ugly dude, or not well liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know it. It um, what ended up happening? Like I said, I just bet on myself and put everything into what what initially was. Um, a crew I started with my best friends, my day ones mm-hmm, home, mm-hmm. that turned into my college thesis, mm. and uh, that was Four Kings Entertainment. Okay, and I found some some good people down here, um, and brought the idea to Atlanta, mm-hmm. and just needed a couple hands that you know were willing to. Get dirty with me. Okay, okay. And, you know, I found them, and we did a lot of great, phenomenal work Mm -hmm. as a collective. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that was 97. Mm. That was actually April 4th, 97. Wow. Which is, in Atlanta, a crazy day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, somebody had had written about it, said, uh, writing about the company, it said Atlanta had to lose one king in order for four kings to rise. Mm. And I thought that was poetic mm. in and of itself. Because yeah, I had never thought about it that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the day, you know, mm-hmm. we lost Dr. Mm-hmm. King. So, ooh. And then, you know, the whole, you know, synchronicity of number four. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. and, again, a whole nother yeah. rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actual, you know, geometry and all of that stuff. Numbers, yeah. yeah. Power of the numbers Mm -hmm. and what it means Mm -hmm. and all that. Yes. So now you guys are just doing things here in Atlanta. We're doing we're doing the things that we we haven't seen. That was the whole point. Okay. The the whole idea was if you haven't seen it, suggest it. Okay. And then we'll find a way to make it happen. Okay. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was that hungry for ideas. I hear you. Like 
I don't care what it is. If it, if you've never seen it before, right? It has to be that we. Can, this is hip hop based. Mm. You gotta have style and learn to be original. Right. Everybody's gonna want to diss you. Right. You can't bite nobody's style. So if you've never seen it, that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So with that, with those marching orders, that's where the Dread Poets revival came from. Mm. That's where. Round four came from. That's nice. where my club came from. Nice. Like all of that came yes. from us not seeing it before. Before. You know. But having just enough familiarity mm-hmm. where it's not scary to people. Right, right. Like, oh, I've seen that before, but I haven't seen it like this, this. before. Mm. Which brings which brings me to what I'm currently doing mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I discussed with you. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know, like, mm-hmm. That started with a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Actually, that started with a conversation in Detroit. How did it go? So I'm um, I'm I'm talking with some friends of mine and, and this is like after after our beats art beats and lyrics. And we got to talking about producers and of course we're in the home of perhaps the greatest hip hop producer to ever walk the earth. May you rest in peace, Mr. Mr. Yancey. Yeah. You know, Jay Dilla. And it's like, well, you know, have you ever seen or heard of a female producer? And everybody's like, well, yeah. I'm like, in hip-hop? In hip-hop. And then we all, and that's, that starts a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, the conversation started with just three people. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, three people turn into five people. Mm. Five people turn into eight people. Mm. Eight people turn into 16 people. Right. 16 turn into 50 people Ooh. in a restaurant Ooh. in under an hour. Wow. So everybody's th- trying to, everybody's throwing ideas mm-hmm. across the room. Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. Part of my language. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting back and I'm watching because I know what I did. Yeah. I just was like, yeah, here's a knife. You know, <laughs> handle yourself. You know. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> so, you know, y'all fight it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched them fight it out, and I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm looking, and I'm watching, and I'm looking. I'm, my girlfriend's with me. I'm like, you see this? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think you might have something. something. I'm like, I think so, too. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, I, we paid the bill, mm. dipped out. What? They still going. Wow. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, we gotta. I, as soon as we got back to the hotel room, I started writing this up, writing it up. Okay, okay. So, I'm like, yeah. So the idea turned from a conversation to let's produce an all female producer battle. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We don't, we've never seen it. Never. Like, you know, we've seen. We've seen the ladies come in to beat battles. We've seen that. I think yes. I think all of y'all have seen that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, and it's it's a boys' club. Yeah. I, you know, I, I hate calling it what it is, but that's what that's it is. what it it's is. A boys' club. That's what it so is. So let's. So the idea was since we've never seen it before, mm. and this is how we operate. Mm-hmm. Let's. Um, 
let's kick the boys out or give the boys popcorn and have them sit in the seats. Right, right, right. The, sit, have them sit in the bleachers and mm-hmm. watch this. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure, I, I'm more than certain that they're, and when I say hip, I'm talking hip hop, not rap. I just want to make sure I clarify this for some please, of y'all. Please. While I love Missy Elliott, <laughs> Missy makes R&B and pop music. Mm. And without Timbaland, there's no Missy. As a producer. Okay. 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 It's on so, the table. Okay. Right. Okay. Feel free call in. <laughs> your questions and comments and concerns. Yes. yes. So, <laughs> and, and also, <laughs> Sylvia Robinson of Sugar Hill Records was the original Puffy. <laughs> yes. You, hear, you heard Ready it first. first. <laughs> so, that's two names that are automatically disqualified from this conversation. Wow. Everybody else that you named, it, it, I'm, I'm speaking about female producers mm. on a Pete Rock, Primo, Dilla, Mad Lib. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's heavy. That's what I'm that's talking about. That's heavy. That's heavy. So, and the time has come. Yes. Like, they're out there. Yeah. I, I put I put the question out on my social. Mm-hmm. The suggestions that came back, I'm sitting here like, oh, these broads can burn. <laughs> Right, right, right. However, we do have the world's biggest, world's busiest airport. Yeah. Ain't nothing to fly here. Yeah, so yeah. Let's figure out how to make it sweet enough for everybody to want to book a ticket. And be here. And a hotel room and be to come here. And yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. Okay. At least and they answered yes. the call. Yes. Because we, we, you know, you asked me and I was like, I don't, I don't know. You right. know? Right. Because nobody thinks Nobody's about thinking, it. nobody's thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's you. And yeah. that has been your art form in this space because yeah. you have brought different things mm-hmm. to Atlanta. But we felt the safety of the familiarity you talked about, which is hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hip hop, not rap, but hip hop. Right. Hip hop. Right. People actually putting pen to paper. Right. Lyricists. Right. Right. Yeah. Poets. Right. Yeah. Sean Carter is an anomaly. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's not how it's yeah. done. Yeah. 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 Because he ain't writing nothing down. Right. Yeah. That's not how off it's done. Off the dome. Off the top. Yeah. yeah. No. You got to. You got to write it down. Yeah, Most right. people write it down. Right. No, all of us. Ninety-nine percent of us. Ninety-nine point nine percent of us write it down. You know. It's not some. It's all. It's all of us. Now, how did you get um, sought after as a host and an MC? Is it because of your work that you've done? Well, I tell I I, I tell folks all the time. You got to pay what you weigh. 
when it comes to this. Okay. So, I didn't necessarily... No, I take that. Take it back. I I produced my own events where I I had to host. Mm -hmm. I initially didn't want to be the host. Okay. Like, I had... I had the perfect guy in place to host. He just caught a case of cold feet at the 11th hour. Okay. And the show still had to go go on. So because of that, I I had to do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's not the thing I wanted to do. Really? Mm -mm. And you're so good at it. Well, I like people. You do like people. And that's the first thing to this job mm-hmm. like being an entertainer pe- period on some level you gotta like people mm-hmm. if you don't like people what's the point mm-hmm. you like people right yeah. I, I, I I didn't I didn't get in this on some egotistic narcissist mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. like I actually like people getting to the same destination at the same time mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. matter how long it takes we leave nobody behind right you know, no, get off the wall, come and get involved. Yeah, in yeah. I'm like, get, do I have to step off this stage? Yeah, you come, you come you right and get you on the you I see you host when KRS One came to town. You were like, you were like crowd participation, involvement. Yes. When especially when the DJ is spinning, like. You're ain't you're no, working. Ain't no strangers. Here. Yeah, no strangers here. We had the best time at five nine five. That was awesome. <laughs> this is our this is our house yes. of rejoicing. Yeah. You know, we're not this we're not we're not here to worship. Mm-hmm. We're here to just fellowship. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Everybody's gotta get them everybody has a job mm-hmm. in this little microcosm mm-hmm. that is this show. Right. This event, this moment. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing your job and I see that you're not doing your job, yes, I'm going to encourage yeah, you yeah. to do politely respect yeah. to do your job. Yeah. Do your job. You spent your money. Like, bro, you're not getting it back. back. So like, if, you have, if, you, if you have a messed up time, that's on you. I just don't need you going home talking shit. Yeah, right, like, right, yeah. You know, to this event, it was whack. It was whack. Yeah, no, no, you were whack. You just you didn't on the wall all day. The whole time. Right. You got dressed up. Ooh. You got you went and bought expensive cologne mm-hmm. and sneakers and sneakers and threads. Yeah, you got in your car. Yeah, you paid for gas. Yeah, you fucking you used the GPS <laughs> to travel across town. You paid for parking, paid the cover, bought alcohol, only to sit and be miserable. On the wall yeah, and be miserable. yeah. Shame on you. Shame, come on. I've seen you defuse situations at uh, a, 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 A3, A3C, yeah. especially when Nas came that year. Yeah. People was getting a little, a little tense. And, you know, sometimes uh, when things are behind schedule, tempers get a little, uh, is he going to show? Is it going to be what it's going to be? Uh, get off me. Get off. You know, people get a little tight. And I've seen you be able to calm people down. Because yeah, we forget. Yeah. Like, we, I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I get it. We all don't want to. Yeah. Or waiting, the waiting. Right, right, right. But like, bro, come on, man. Yeah. All all this. Are you looking around? You see all all these beautiful women? Yeah, that's what you tell them. You really going to do this? You going to do this right here, right now? Because we we in here. Yeah. Look at her. (laughs) 
that could yeah. be your future wife. That could be something. You fumbling right, right now. Right now. You sure this is <laughs> what you want to do? do? Right now in front of all. Hey, listen. And of course, of course, to the people that's at home, it's a lot more R-rated than how Yeah, 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 a little bit more. But you you just don't do that. Like, don't I mean, come on, man. Like, a lot of us... A lot of us men in hip hop literally got involved in hip hop to impress women. That's what I've heard. And, That's and what I've heard. Your, uh, listen, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper's favorite rapper got involved in this for the attention and affection of, of a lady. Of a woman. Wow. No. Wow. Wow. I am no different. You're no different. No, I'm not going to sit here and act like I, I am above the fray. No, I'm but the thing is, <laughs> when traditionally these events are a boys club, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it comes with all of the things that come with being men. You know, we're a pack of animals here, if you will, mm -hmm. and everybody's fighting to be an alpha in in the in the in the audience, waiting on an alpha to come on stage and perform. Yeah, it feels stupid. Yeah. When you think, when you really sit, sit back and think about right, it, it right. feels stupid. So right. the watch, the watches do misguided things in those situations. It, it, it's like, dude, you're messing it up yeah, for everybody. everybody. Like, this one guy might not even be here for the fight. But since you nudging and pushing yeah, him, yeah. now you're going to make him have to want to fight. Right. He was looking at her the whole time. time. Yeah. Now you done messed it up. You done bumped him. Yeah. He didn't lost, lost his concentration. <laughs> she done walked off. Yeah, yeah. He can't find her ever. Again. Yeah. <laughs> now that's the story. He was forty or fifty years yeah. old. Yeah. One time when I was twenty, I was at this show. Yeah. Was at this hip hop festival, yeah. and I saw her, and then some asshole bumped me, and, and, and her again. again. Like, Man, you you messing up generations. You mess, for real, for real. Just you relax. Know? You gotta relax. Just you gotta relax. relax. You gotta relax. How does it feel, Dres, to be that guy? What, uh, you know, you represent to me, and I'm speaking maybe for some others, but you represent a genre of music here in, in the South, in, in Atlanta, which is hip hop as we know it. Anything related to hip hop on a major scale. You've been associated with it. How does that feel for you? I've never really thought about that. Really? I've never thought about that. That's, ladies and gentlemen, where they say, that's a really good question. Well, thank, you. thank you for that. It is a really good question. Yeah. I guess it, I got into it to meet my heroes. Okay. You know, that's honest. And, and there is a saying like, never meet your heroes because they'll always disappoint you. Mm. I've yet to be disappointed. That's awesome, Dress. That's like, awesome. I've really yet to be disappointed. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying if any of my heroes or friends of my heroes or associates of my heroes happen to see this and pass it on. Yeah. Do not, this is not a personal challenge. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Don't start now. Please don't. Yeah, yeah. But I've never been disappointed. Nice. Like, I, 
I think for me, I want to be around the things that keep me young and believing. Mm. Like, I, I can't front. I have a mild case of Peter Panson. Mm. Like, I always want to be a kid. Yeah. I'm, I, I adult. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I'll adult when I have to adult mm-hmm. for the most part. I remember what it's like to go to party jams. Mm. I remember what it's like to to watch a DJ spin at a block party. Yes. I remember yes. what getting cardboard. Yes. Was. I remember going to the corner store and getting a plastic milk crate yes. and hanging on the back of a light pole Come to play on. basketball. Come on, Dre. Like I remember watching girls cheerlead in the street and double Double dutch Dutch. and play scully yes i remember these things so like my deal for me is to always get as close to 73 as possible Mm. that's how i want my events to be okay that's the energy i want to be around Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and when you meet me that's what you're meeting Mm mm-hmm and that's me 24-7-365. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be nobody else. And I don't want anybody else trying to be me. Gotcha. I know I'm a one of one. Mm-hmm. I absolutely know. Who wears this? Yeah, follow the hat. All year round. Yeah. This is wool. This yeah. is double yeah, wool. Yeah, double wool. I see it, yeah. You know, it's two and yeah, it's right. double. Follow the hat. But it, it's this thing, like I said, for me, it's it's about meeting my heroes. And keeping my heroes encouraged. Right, right. You know? Right. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, the first time I got to meet Ghostface Keller, right? Yeah. Been a fan since 95. Right. Usually, since the Wu came since, out. Since the Wu came out. Right, right. So the first time I get to get to meet him is like 2008. Ooh. He's playing a concert. I happen to be hosting. I got to keep time on the stage. Mm-hmm. Production's running, starting to look like it's about to run a bit behind. Mm. He's not there yet. Mm. He finally gets there, and I go backstage, and I address him by his government name. Okay, okay. Like, you're, you're not... Ghostface killer right now. Right. So I give this to you. The mic to you, yes. I'm all at all that time, you're just you're Clark Kent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I address him by his government name. He's never met me before. Mm-hmm. I introduce myself, like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I'm hosting being stressed. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Atlanta. All that. Players play. <laughs> right, right. You know? Listen, we got we got five minutes until it's time for you to go on stage. Oh, I'll be there, Mr. Coles. You know what I mean? Like I'm mm-hmm. he saw the seriousness and like here's Ray with him. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. like, who, who the fuck called him? Like, right, right. And then goes like, calm down. Like, yeah. That's my name. Right. <laughs> Why are you wilding right now? <laughs> and so he and he understood the respect. Right. Like, I'm not here to disrespect. I, mm-hmm. I love everything you do. Mm-hmm. Like, you have yet to do anything wrong. I know the backstory and everything. Everything. Pre-television show. Right. I know all of this. Mm-hmm. Still got respect for you. Yes. You can't come out of where you came from 
and do this. Mm-hmm. Right, right. However, yeah. Two minutes, sir. Right. <laughs> two minutes. Sir, you're not gonna. You're, you're not. You're not gonna mess up my stage. Mm-hmm. Like I've never had a show run late mm-hmm. to that point. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not gonna be the first one tonight. Wow. Not tonight. Wow. So that's why you get the business. One thirty. You got a minute thirty. Yeah. I whatever. What do we need to have out on stage for, for you? Um, I, you know, I, I guess we, if, if it's on my right, okay, cool. Whatever's in the right, it'll be out on the stage. Let's go. Pune, let's go. Wow. I'll be right back. 15 seconds. Here yeah, you go. yo. One, two, one, two. Cool. Boom. Take off. Yeah. Wow. He, he's done. The road manager is like, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. And the person paying was like, yeah, that's, that's dress. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is a dress? Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was that. Who, who, yeah, who yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's the guy that made sure you got paid tonight. Right, come through. <laughs> right, this is work. This is work. Right. Wow. And, and he had to remind the road manager, like, you know, I don't, this is work. Yeah. And he's here to work. This is, he, He's not here because he likes you. Yeah. He's here because he, he wants to see you win. Yeah. And he told him that. Yeah. And I didn't know that until like hours later. Mm. But yeah, I told him like, you're here because you want to see him win. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I want to see him win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I love his work. Right. I want to see him win. win. Absolutely. So, you know, it's, it's. It's those moments yes. that make the job worthwhile. Okay. And I don't always get the call, um, but I'm honored when I do get yeah. the call. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, if it was up to me, every show from an artist that recorded from 83 to, 90, to 96 that came to Atlanta, I'd host. Oh, I would host them in concert. Yeah. I don't give a damn. Yeah. Like, it could be... You know, ride bass with no easy ride. Yeah. I'm doing it. You know, I'll even DJ for you. Yeah. You know, in honor, yeah. Uh, yeah. in honor of easy yeah. rock. Yeah, yeah. You know. Is there anybody you would want to work with that you haven't? Because um, you, I say that because for those that don't know, you, t- <laughs> listen, you've worked with a lot of people. Yeah. Coming through Atlanta. The Pete Rocks, the Wu, Nas, KRS, like it, the list goes on and on and on. So, is there anybody that you would like there's, to? There's, uh, there's actually, there's ten names. Ten. There's ten names. Um, they're not all hip hop. Okay. But there's ten names. There's ten acts that I would I would love the opportunity to work with. Okay. On any in any capacity. Okay. Jay Z. Uh huh. Um, Kendrick. Uh huh. Cole Drake. Um, Tyler. Okay. Uh, Pharrell. Pharrell, nice. Um, Stevie Wonder. Mmm, nice. Portishead. Mmm. Um, Fever Corporation. Mmm. Jamiroquai. Oh. 
That's a good list. Yeah. And if I had to go to another five, Sade. Yeah. Um, D'Angelo Maxwell. Um, Patti LaBelle. Nice. And um, Stephanie Mills. Yes. For my mom. Yeah. Oh, that's a good list. It's a great list. I thought about this question. Yeah. Like, I, 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 trust me. Every, see, here's another tip for, for the boys and girls at home. Interview yourself in the mirror. Like, because there are going to be moments where you like, it's going to happen. Uh-huh. I call it, I call it self, uh, Manifestation. Mm-hmm. If you keep if you keep training yourself for a moment, eventually the moment will show itself. Mm-hmm. I've been training myself to be interviewed <laughs> for more than a minute. So when the moment shows, when it up, shows up, yeah, I'm already ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. sent questions. I didn't read the questions, <laughs> but I told her we just going to do what we He's do. going to do what we do. And she's asking questions that I've actually asked myself. myself. So I already have the answer. Yeah, you go. Because I've, I've been prepared. You've been prepared. You've been prepared for this moment. It's Bill Collins. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment for all, all my, my life. Boom, 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 boom. Got to throw the drums in. Got to throw the drums in. You know, I was honored to be on the same um ticket if you will at Centennial Park when they had the Wednesday night wind down Mm -hmm. and you were hosting and I was honored because my brand was just a part Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. my DJ played and it was just great and and again to see you in your element Mm -hmm. to see you liking people reaching out to people people responding to you is always a good thing and I was like He's really good at what he does. You're really good at what you do. Um, I want to talk about how you've been feeling. Okay. You look great. But I know there was a season and moment in time that we as a community, we were concerned about your health. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling these days? Well, um, I am. I'm actually still in that season. Are you? Okay. Um, I am dealing. uh, I am living with chronic kidney disease. Mm. Um, and uh, currently I am on dialysis mm-hmm. uh, three times a week, mm-hmm. uh, three and a half hours a session. Wow. And um, and I am also on the kidney transplant list. List, okay. So I am, uh, I guess, considering... I'm in the best health I've ever been considering my situation. Mm. Um, but uh, I am continuing to maintain my good health mm-hmm. while I, I'm being patient, waiting for an organ. Okay. And from what I was told at the, at the beginning of this journey that, you know, no one gets a kidney four or five years in. Mm. Like you're going to have to, it's going to be seven years before you even wow. consider for one. For one. So we're we're at the four and a half mark right now. Okay. And I'm okay. Like I said again, I'm okay with that because I'm doing the things necessary to maintain my health. Yeah. Um, I wish it was reversible. Mm. I really do. Like I, I, I wish that there was something that I could 
eat or drink mm -hmm. or a change in diet where it would not, I'm not, I don't want it to slow, I'm not saying to slow it down, but like to get rid, rid of, of it. Rid of it. Yeah. Yes. Get out of here. Like, you know, like yes. <laughs> and I hope the day comes where kidney disease will be treated like the cold, but I know it's not, it, I won't be alive to see it. Mm. And that's okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, I do know that uh, once I do beat it, like, that's a whole nother, that's my new purpose. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the, I, I, tell, I have no problem sharing my story mm -hmm. like we spoke about before mm -hmm. we started rolling. Mm -hmm. You want, I, I want to inspire somebody. Mm -hmm. There's probably somebody out here watching or listening mm -hmm. right now mm -hmm. that has that is either going through it themselves or have a family member mm -hmm. or a friend mm -hmm. or an associate that is going through it. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you this much. It sucks. Yeah. It really, it really, really sucks. But what's worse than it sucking is being in it by yourself. Mm -hmm. Luckily for me, mm -hmm. I'm not in it by myself. I have I have 272 accountability partners wow. in my life. And when an accountability partner is, in layman's terms, is just somebody that always walks up to you and you all right, you yeah, good, yeah. everything good, you yeah, straight, yeah. or what's that? Yeah. It's, 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 it's just juice. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I have those people in my life. You know, you know you ain't supposed to eat that. Right. You know you ain't supposed to do like Cinco de Mayo's coming up. I can't be Mexican. Right, no. Like I can't have tomatoes and I can't have uh avocados. Mm -hmm. And I'm already I'm already allergic to onions. Mm -hmm. So I'm screwed. Yeah. But I love it. <laughs> I love it so much, but I can't have it. Mm. You know, mm. and and if I do, I gotta make sure that I double up my treatment so that I can pass mm. that pass that food through. You know, yeah. out of my blood. Right. So that's what's happening with me. Um, I'm not ashamed of it. Um, my situation happened as a result of high blood pressure due to uh, hypertension mm. and incurred by stress. Mm. Um, I had to change some things and edit some folks out of my life in order to cut down my stress. Mm. And I did so. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm in a much better, happier, uh, safer space. That's good. Um, I'm around folks that actually kind of want to see me alive mm. for a while yeah, so that's the that's the most that's the best part mm. um that's not family mm -hmm. you know so because i'm not always around my family so to be around people that treat me like family that want to make that that want to make sure i'm okay, okay. is the yeah. biggest blessing that i am eternally grateful mm. for mm. that's it that's it and you have a beautiful daughter too Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do.
<laughs> she hates when I get all mushy. Yeah. I can't help it. Yeah. My, my, my kid is, it, it's, my kid came in at a time when I wasn't ready to be a dad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but I'm ready to, I, I, I think since then I've done the best job I can with what I have mm -hmm. to be as good of a dad as possible. Okay. Um, I can't sit here and say I'm batting a thousand at being a dad. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't sit here and say that I see my kid all the time whenever I want to. Mm -hmm. can't say all these things. Mm -hmm. What I can say is her mother has done a great job of raising a great kid. Mm -hmm. um, and while it may have it, it, it may have brought about certain tensions, um, I've been completely honest. In who I am, mm -hmm. I got. I had just started doing this dress beatnik yeah. thing when it's when I became a dad. Yeah, and it was this. I I told those that needed to know. I'm walking on a much bigger purpose. Yeah, to a much bigger calling than what you're asking me to do. If that makes me the devil, then that makes me the devil. Mm. But I know my cause is righteous, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I'm being completely transparent. Mm -hmm. If you still choose to walk this path, mm -hmm. I'll be here to support you as best I can. Mm -hmm. I have all the time in the world. I didn't get into this for the money. Right. So if that's what you're after. I'm going to disappoint you at every time. Right, right. But if you want my time, mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, please. Please take it. <laughs> you know, and that, that's a Sagittarius to me. I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to be completely, bluntly honest. Uh, even, even to the point where it might hurt me. But it can't be... He lied. Mm. I don't want to be a liar. Right. I don't want that to be on my epitaph. <laughs> the nigga lied. He owed me twenty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want it to be that. I don't want that to be the thing that you know. I want my I want my funeral, my home going. To yeah, like celebration. you know what I'm talking about. I don't yeah. Want it to be like this whole celebration. Yo, that dude was nothing. Dude hold up the wall. Right. He got all dressed up and drove all the way across town to come to this funeral with all this free liquor just to sit on the side holding up a column talking about so I'm having a horrible time. I'm like, no, that's not what we're doing. That is not what we're doing. And that's how Andre's life I really like you. <laughs> You're funny. And you kept it a buck, too. But that's real. Yeah, that's, that's real. That's real. Yeah. That's real. I, I'm, you know, she's about to graduate college. Yes, congratulations. Uh, that's an honor. Yes, a, a 
she earned it. That's yeah. all her. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, I just helped out where I could. Yeah, that's good. That's I'm, good. I'm glad I, I'm glad I could be called upon. Yes, yes. And glad I could answer the bell. Yes. When it rang. When it rang, yeah. Because some fathers are not getting these calls right. at, all, at, at all. At all. At all. And I, I know some of those guys, and we have meetings every week. We talk. <laughs> we talk. And, you know, they're not bad people. They're just in bad situations. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't, I honestly, I, I have yet to meet. I hear the term get thrown around a lot, very, very loosely, but I've yet to meet a deadbeat dad. Mm. Like, I've met plenty of dads that want to be dads that aren't allowed to. Okay. Or, or, or aren't. Or aren't of a particular means to be able to facilitate mm-hmm. being a dad, but I've yet to meet a deadbeat dad. Mm. Like the baby's born, I don't want no parts. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know those. People. That's good. That's good. You know. Yeah. Like I just don't. That's good. That's good. You don't need to know those kind of people. Right. That's not. That's not your style. That's not my style. That's not where you come from. Mm-hmm. What What do you want to see for Atlanta now that things are starting to open back up, nice and slow? You know, after coming through this pandemic for two years, weather's nice in Atlanta. You know, we get spoiled real quick. What do you want to see for Atlanta in the hip in the hip hop space or music space? Well, before before we can speak about uh, um, hip hop, well, before we can speak about Atlanta in the musical sense. Mm. Um, we've overhyped Atlanta. Really? Atlanta's not... I'm going to put this as, as, as... I'm going to do the best I can to put this as as mildly as possible so that our esteemed producer can also <laughs> understand and give me a thumbs up when he relates. We have overhyped our wonderful city mm. outside of our city mm. to the point where everybody wants to come here. Which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. However, we don't do things in Atlanta any longer that require the whole world to come to Atlanta. Right, right, right. There's no Olympics. There's no Freaknik. There's yeah. No, there's no national, international, worldly events that take place in Atlanta mm-hmm. for the world to want to come here mm. to either visit much less to live here. Right. However, for some odd reason, we're full. Mm-hmm. Everything's overpriced. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the first thing I, I would love to see happen is that Atlanta become affordable. Yeah, like back in the day. <laughs> and, and the reason why I say that is because the living wage versus the cost of living is lopsided. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you don't make enough money to live in the 404, the 770, mm-hmm. or the 678. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, that's, that's gone. Yeah. And then... You have what I... You, you have... You have what I see now is black flight. Hmm. You have black folks who've lived in predominantly black neighborhoods who are getting bought out, and they're now move, flying out. Mm. They're moving out to the suburbs. Right, right, right. You know, right. Like Rockdale County, which mm. is you know 
just outside of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, going east. Going east. Has seen an uptick in African-American residents. And keep in mind, Rockdale County is literally just Conyers, Georgia, mm-hmm. and then a whole lot of forest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the downtown Conyers, Old Town Conyers, yeah. as they call it, which is their downtown district, is like this big. Mm. That's it. You've seen it all. Mm-hmm. It's now overrun. Oh, fourth ward is gone. Mm. Like, mm. I, I don't. I don't necessarily think this was the dream that Martin Luther King had. Come on now, come on. But it's the dream that we got. Yeah. Um, where we're shooting this wonderful show mm-hmm. in East Point, Georgia. Mm-hmm. This is the last bastion of affordable Atlanta. And this place is... It's going. It's going. It's going. Like, East Point is a Starbucks away from... Yeah, it is. ...being gone. It is. It like, is. you got Pittsburgh, which is a neighborhood in Atlanta. You have East Point. You have Hapeville. Yeah. Once these three neighborhoods have signs of gentrification in them... It's gone. It's gone. It's done. Yeah. So that's what I would like to see happen first. First. Okay. So once that happens, then we can concentrate on making the urban experience better. Mm. Um, we need to teach our people about financial literacy. Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, I would love to see our, our wonderfully newly elected mayor, Mayor Dickens, mm-hmm. um, work to balance the residents in Atlanta. Because mm-hmm. everybody doesn't make high five, low six figure right, salaries. Right, that is correct. And And minimum wage is horrible. Yes, it is. Like, and there is no middle class here, mm. just so we're clear. Mm. Um, for y'all that still think Atlanta is an option, <laughs> there's no middle class here. It's either you rich or you poor. poor. And with everybody trying to go and get the bag, it's nothing but chaos and mayhem that's here. Mm. The equalizer, allegedly, is we have a governor who's now made it okay for people to carry guns without permits. Mm. You heard what I just said. So, that's not because he likes guns. It's because of population control. Mm. Mm. Atlanta, give Atlanta about another two years tops. We're about to become the movie The Purge. Mm. That's what's going to happen. And I know it sounds grim. Mm. But that's what's going to happen. Mm. Now, from a cultural standpoint, from yes. a musical standpoint, yes. what I would love to see is artists talk about it. Okay. We're talking, we're talking easily a 25-year gap of not saying it. 
goddamn thing mm -hmm. about everything that's happening. Think about what I'm saying. It's it's currently 2022. So we're talking 1998 easy. We're talking Bush 2. Yeah. We're talking 9/11. Yeah. We're talking the we're talking the 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 housing bubble. We're yeah. talking about the, the housing collapse. Mm -hmm. We're talking about President Obama. Obama. We're talking about Trump. Trump. Like we're talking about North Korea. We're talking and now currently we're talking about the Ukraine mm -hmm. and Russia. Russia. All of these things have happened. Not to mention being being overseas trying to hunt down weapons of mass destruction and taking down two two dictators right and still not coming home anytime soon all of this has happened and hip hop hasn't said a, a word thing. yeah and now our wonderful city is now being touted as being the epicenter with its finger on the heartbeat of the culture. Mm. And we're not saying anything. We're not saying anything. But are we supposed to? Yes, because these things actually do affect us mm. as as black and brown people. Right, right. But since we're, we're not teaching that... Since we're not teaching People that. don't know that they should carry that sense of responsibility. Right. We're just happy that Juneteenth is a recognized holiday. That we're, <laughs> we're, we're happy with that. But I don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. Follow the hat. Just follow the hat. Just follow the hat. What's next for you? What do you got for you? What's going on? You on the road? Um, I go back on the road uh, with our Beats and Lyrics for our final two shows of this season. Um, That's I a great in, show. Yeah. I'm in, we're in Louisville, Kentucky mm -hmm. for the Kentucky Derby on uh, May 7th. And we're finishing up our season in New Orleans, Louisiana mm -hmm. on the 20th of May. Mm. Um I have recently, I, alongside my, my brother and my mother, we have uh, recently purchased a venue. Mm -hmm. uh, we are uh, owners of a nightclub here in Atlanta called the East Atlanta Treehouse. Yep. Uh, we're looking to be open um, the top of the month, by, actually by June. Okay, month. okay. Um, so we're looking to, to, we're looking to do that. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Uh, I am on a very short list for a uh, a proclamation from the city of Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well deserved. Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Congrats on that. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. So we're trying, like right now, my team and I are trying to find a, a uh, the right date mm -hmm. to have this. Right. Yes, yes. That's important. Um, so we're, we're in the, we're in the beginning stages of that. Um, 
the glossed over uh, female producer beat battle. Yeah. Uh, will be coming to Atlanta in September. Yes. I'll, uh, I'll be there. Yes. And Real Kicks Rock will definitely yes. be yes. one of our wonderful uh, sponsors. Yes. Uh, Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and um, what else? Do you have a book in you? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get into uh, storytelling. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm... What I'm doing right now through my social media is actually I'm I'm crafting my voice. Okay. Okay. Um, so I do have a book. You in me. do have a book in you. Um, I guess what what I want to do. I guess I'm I'm trying to create the book that I'll read to my grandchildren mm-hmm. when I'm allowed to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. Grandpa, tell us the story. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Go pull this book out. Yeah. And it's read from here. It was a time I was at A3C and. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> oh, I was backstage and it was da 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 da. Yeah. So it, it's I'm on a fact finding mission. Yes. At this point, so. Uh, anybody that happens to be out here watching and listening um, that is familiar with me mm-hmm. and, and who I am and what I do, if you happen to have any any footage, photos, awesome. video, awesome. audio, anything, okay, uh, please send it into Real Chick. Yeah, please. Um, I got some. I'm gonna give you. So, yes, it can get sent to. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um. That's pretty much about it. Um, I think. Oh, and uh, we'll be uh, producing Reggae in the Park again this year. <laughs> at Piedmont Park this year. Yes. So, August 13th and 14th. Yo. available now. Um, Yo. And that's uh, actually atlreggaeinthepark.com. Mm. It's a website. Nice. And, um, and also, uh, I no longer work at MJQ. Um, I, I've been a couple of folks that have approached me and asked me oh, okay. when, I was on the, when I was coming back to mm, MJQ. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer there after 22 years. Long time. Of service. I'm no longer at MJQ. Um, I'm sorry. Mm. Uh, I know this may be news to some folks, mm-hmm. but there may be some folks who already know. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Every chance I get that I'm at an interview or I'm, I gotta spread this this information. Right. Um, myself and and my party superhero uh, crew, we are no longer affiliated with the MJQ Concourse. Mm-hmm. However, we are all still available <laughs> for weddings, parties, <laughs> bat mitzvahs, uh, funerals. Uh, homecoming services, mm-hmm. openings of envelopes, yeah. gender reveal parties, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. All kinds of stuff. nights out, boys nights all out. All kinds of stuff. All sorts of stuff. So feel free to uh, to look us up and, and feel free to book us because we have a great track record of yes, you do. doing great things. Yes, you do. You know how to lead. We understand the assignment. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. How can people find you, Drez? Um, on all things social media, it's uh, at Drez the Beatnik. Yes. It's uh, D-R-E-S-T-H-A-B-E-A-T-N-I-K. Yes. Um, and uh, right now, I mean, that's it. Oh, and also, um, 
there is a concept that is being uh, developed now, which will be executed hopefully by the end of the year, uh, called Organics Fest. Mm. Um, we're, uh, we're bringing um, we're bringing music music culture along with uh, African American sustainability uh, to the forefront. So we're talking farm the table. We're talking financial literacy. We're Ooh, talking. I want to be a part of that. Wellness. Yeah, yeah I wanna, we, we could talk about talk, that. We're talking about all the things that yeah. will help us uh, stick around and not just have, uh, you know, neo Africanism. Come on now. Being yeah. a thing that you only see in black parents. Right, right. You want it to be a real thing. Yes. And in order to do that, we got to actually be there. So. It's awesome. We're working with a lot of wonderful vendors. That's um, awesome. That are great at what they do. A lot of wonderful speakers and trying to get everybody together so that we can go ahead and dispense this, this like information. That. For, I like for that. For us. Yeah. Count me in on that one. <laughs> Yes. And that's it. That's community. Yes. That's yes. community. That's that's culture for sure. Yes. Yes. I love that's, it. That's very Clark Atlanta. I love it. I, yes. It is. That's very Clark Atlanta. Yes, it culture is. Yes, ma'am. What a wonderful person you are. Oh, stop. Thank you. You I have a great timeline. You're everything that you've done. You've you've created such a positive impact for the culture here in Atlanta because you love what you do. Yeah. And the mere fact that you respect and you're honored just to have people in the space with you and you've always been professional and you love people and people respond to you. So thank you for being one of one of the few people here in Atlanta that has continued to bring a positive light to the city. Thank you. That's really nice. You are a legend. You're iconic. Yeah, I'll stop it when you, one day I'll stop, but not right now. But that's my time, everybody. Until next time, be well, take care, and rock on. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have a product or service you'd like to have promoted during the show, please contact us at info at realchicksrock.com and we'll send you the details. We're reaching the masses and we would love for you to join us on the ride. Until next time, take care and continue to rock on.